0: Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another episode of Backseat Banter where Sam and I are going to be breaking down the hottest topics going around the sports world currently. And we have a little bit of a debate going on today uh, whether the NBA should change their format and do a March Madness-esque tournament not only at the end of the season but several tournaments throughout the regular season. Um, I'm kind of pitching this idea to Sam this episode so i'm gonna try and convince him to jump on this train because i think it's really good sam might not so we're just gonna come at you guys with a pretty cool conversation this is backseat banter welcome 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 to the show as always jonathan silver here with sam Khrushchev. and today we're going to be discussing the topic that i forementioned in the introduction uh, the march madness-esque tournament introduced into the nba so sam first off without me giving any backstory and, and knowledge about this <laughs> does this sound a little crazy to the common uh person listening or is this something feasible that you could see happening
1: yeah, so I don't know exactly uh, what this idea is. You've been kind of uh, secretive about the way that you've been going about this. You were like, yo, we got to hop on and record something. I got some wild things to share with you. Uh, so, going into this, this is what I'm going to say. Um, we have the playing tournament for the playoffs, and that is going to be March Madness esque because it's going to be single el- elimination for one team, double elimination for another. Uh, and so, there's going to be a little bit of hype pre-playoffs for the teams that are going to get in it's obviously going to make the 9 and 10 seed uh, much more valuable of positions to hold rather than this kind of end of lottery teams Mm -hmm. that that we usually see but what it sounds like you're proposing is to have mid-season tournaments and all sorts of stuff to kind of offset the regular season is that right? All right.
0: So I I could get into it a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's going to transpire the pitch throughout the entire episode, really, because there's mm-hmm. a lot that you need to cover when you're talking about a monumental change to a billion dollar industry monster. That is the mm-hmm. NBA. So I personally, I feel like the NBA's engagement is a little dull right now. It's, it's right past the midseason mark. And, you know, people aren't really entertained with the content that the NBA is producing. LeBron just got hurt. A lot of, Different storylines, but it's kind of dull. I I know you can agree with me on that. But this that I am proposing will get engagement through the roof. The regular season won't feel like regular season 82 long stretch games. (laughs) It'll be really, really interesting throughout because Mm -hmm. we'll have these tournament-style engagements throughout the entire regular season. I'm proposing that they do more than just one March Madness tournament. The regular Mm. season is compiled of like... Five to ten March Madness tournament-esque tournaments where you have like placement games. In the NBA, divisions mean absolutely nothing. I mean, I'm a Miami Heat fan, and I know we have Charlotte in our division, and that's pretty much it. I can't tell you the other teams because it has no implication. There's no need to know who's in your Mm -hmm. division. In the NFL, we see that your division. If you have the highest uh, record in your division, you make Uh, the playoffs as a top four seed uh, regardless Mm -hmm. of your record so um, that is important and divisions mean absolutely nothing they they have nothing to do with seedings or really rivalries rivalries are built in the playoffs not through your division so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: your placement games would be against your division and another division you would always have your division in the placement games but you would also have one of the other ones so like you get what I'm saying here
1: yeah, so the, the weird thing that comes out of this is that unlike, for example, in the NFL where there's eight home games, eight away games, and the divisions are so important where if you win the division, you you make it to the playoffs guaranteed. You're not fighting for a wild card or anything. The NBA, the strength of teams is kind of spread out a lot differently than in the NFL, right? So like you said – rivalries are made in the playoffs for example Mm -hmm. we could say the Cavs and the warriors they're not in the same division they would probably never even face each other in a regular season tournament the way that you are proposing these ideas however we know that for what four years in a row they were going back to back to back in uh, finals having some epic showdowns the 3-1 comeback uh, when you know kd and the warriors just absolutely blew them out of the water the next year Uh, so things like that don't really happen it, under the system that you're proposing. However, that doesn't necessarily mean that it wouldn't work. It just means that it would be a very, very drastic shift from what we currently have. And mm-hmm. I don't know how many fans would accept that. Um, and I certainly don't know how the organization
0: that is the NBA will accept that. You know let what me, I mean? Let me tell you why fans will take this with open arms. They're mm-hmm. low key. Everybody wants it. They just don't know it yet. So, we're looking right now we're in march madness era where it takes over this is all we see on on instagram this is all we see on social media because it's hype all the way so what i'm proposing is that the regular season is like a one-and-done style tournament with those placement games to place you and give you a seating and everybody makes those tournaments but when the playoffs come around we're looking at it a little bit differently so it's going to be a best of three matchups, so winner of two games advances in the playoffs. We're gonna get a, a top sixteen teams. So throughout the the year, teams will accumulate score throughout their placement. I want to talk a little bit about an eSport league, the Call of Duty League, the mm. CDL, which is home to several franchises and is is has a really cool format when it when assessing their season and how their season directly affects how you make the playoffs. So throughout the season, you get like 10 points per uh, game win. So say uh, your placement games, you get a win, you get 10 points and then you move on um, throughout Mm -hmm. the the tournament. The more games you win, the more points you get. But Mm -hmm. if you get higher placement, so in the CDL, it's if you, if you place first in that tournament, you get 50 CDL points, second, 30, third, Mm -hmm. fourth, 20, fifth ten, and then any, anything after that is zero so you would accumulate points and whoever top 16 um i don't know how the eastern or western conference would work in that way but we we could do top eight seeds top eight scores in the east and then top eight scores in the west to keep mm-hmm. the conference loadout that they have but that's only in the postseason during the regular season tournaments it's just seeds however many points you accumulated tiebreakers going around. Um mm-hmm. the tiebreakers in the CDL are teams head to head matchup win percentage is the first tiebreaker. Then teams head to head matchup game win percentage in specific games. And then teams overall win percentage is the final tiebreaker. So uh-huh. there, there would have to be some implications like this, but I'm I'm looking at this change and it it could be really something truly special.
1: Yeah, I mean, I like (laughs) you're very confident there when you were saying it's what everyone wants. They just don't know it yet. Um, I guess that's what everybody thinks right when they propose a brand new radical shift in the way that something runs. It's been doing it this way for so long where just regular season 82 games we saw what kind of uproar it was to shorten the season to 72 games and Mm -hmm. this is because of a shortened lockdown season uh this is for the safety of everybody and we saw how much opposition there was to that kind of idea so it's very hard to believe that everyone would just jump on board right away. However, there's a lot of things that you propose that are interesting. We would really need to rethink what a division is. Mm-hmm. And because right now it's all just by geographical location, right? It's yeah. like the Southeast Division, the Atlantic Division, all of that Um they might need to find a way to organize it where maybe it's based on skill because I, I think um, in CDL I'm not a hundred percent sure because I'm just now starting to look into that. So respect esports is it isn't it more based on skill? Like they know who belongs in what division and they kind of reorganize it every so often to make so, it more competitive.
0: Yeah. So what they do is based on the previous tournament, mm-hmm. the highest seed gets to choose which team goes to the other division. So like say you're optic chicago for example and you win a major t- tournament you can decide i don't want to face the dallas empire i'm going to send them to the other division i don't want to face uh face the atlanta phase so i'm going to send them to the other division. it works like that but then it flips so now dallas oh. gets to choose who to send to the other one and then the team that they choose gets to send who mm-hmm. like it, it's a ladder it goes down So that's an interesting style, an interesting way to do it, like who I don't want to play. I can send it to the other one and they can decide. Um, So that's exactly how they do it, but more focused on the CDL because their tournament style, regular season tournament style is super engaging. If you're a CDL fan, you know that when you're watching those games on Championship Sundays, they mean everything to these players and they're trying their hardest. And we don't see that in, in the NBA. Sorry about that. In the NBA regular season, we see that more in the NFL, where every game matters towards the end of the season, and you're struggling and fighting for a win.
1: So I definitely agree with you about the problem that we're trying to fix. I just don't know if this is necessarily the solution that we're looking for. So the problem is that around now, and we know this as members of – it's weird to say it, but the NBA media, we are now a part of that. We are covering sports and engaging with the community, and our – personal interest in what's going on in the league has kind of fallen off a little bit from where it was in the beginning of the year, even leading into all-star break. Now it's post all-star break. It's kind of the post all-star blues, mm-hmm. you know, right. We got the trade deadline coming up, but other than that, it's just dull. We have, we're just kind of coasting our way to the playoffs. And, you know, in those three weeks before the playoffs, everything ramps up and we are watching who's fighting for those last few seasons. What's going to happen to the play-in tournament? Is there going to be an upset in round one? That's when all of the hype comes back into the NBA. So are you saying that's up? maybe is this to replace the regular season as a whole? Or are we saying this as an addition as maybe halfway through the season we can do this and this affects the play, play-in uh, seeding? coming into the regular playoffs like what is the winner of one of these tournaments get do we have multiple uh well larry o'brien trophies or or what
0: okay so you can accumulate points throughout mm-hmm. the the season so these tournaments i'm saying it'll replace the season in general it'll replace the mm-hmm. entire regular season and the way that seeding works is rather how many points you have how many wins you've been able to accumulate and how many tournament wins you've been able to accumulate. Because if you win a few tournaments, you could potentially be the number one seed. If your team hits a hot streak and wins a March Madness-esque tournament, we know that the best team uh, in March Madness net like hardly ever wins. I mean, we see it often, but there's Mm -hmm. so many upsets, so many great storylines that you can build uh, and a Cinderella story. That's mm-hmm. what sells March Madness. And when you can bring that to the NBA, when you can see, for example, like the Hornets, before they lost the mellow to injury, they were a team that people were looking as mm-hmm. dark horse playoff candidates in the Eastern Conference. And if they hit a hot streak during one of these tournaments, they can win one of these tournaments and they can be like the storyline. And that that can be so much better for these players story arcs. We see what mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony, for example, won a, a national championship at Syracuse. He won one of these mm-hmm. tournaments, and that kind of built onto his resume. If you win one of these tournaments, you get respect on your name.
1: So, okay, but at the end of the day, we're still not taking away the playoffs and the finals and all that, right? that's we're, that, we're clear on that, right? This is so, the
0: goal to get there.
1: Yeah, so here's then where I start seeing the, the holes in this situation, right? march madness that is the tournament right mm-hmm. that is the playoffs you can win you could go on a lucky streak and win out because you only need to win one game now let's say we get a team like the hornets right like you said who are dark horse that can get hot for five six games in a row and that's it right now they have a super high seed in the playoffs and they get smoked obliterated in seven game series because we know that they're not a team that can hang for seven game series they're a team that can win one game against a good team they can't win four going directly on
0: that i would i would consider changing a playoff series into a best of three which i I mentioned earlier where you still get that that dynamic like a play-in tournament game in in the nba we see how much those games mean for those teams you, you see that, I mean, we could do potentially a double elimination thing that the higher seed has to lose twice and the lower seed has to, to uh, other way around. Um, but you, you get what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. shorten those games to make them mean more because the best of seven series. Yes, we all love to see game seven, but, you know, we want to see that all the time. We want to see those think- environments that the teams, this is do or die in game mm-hmm. one.
1: I think that there's a very big difference in the philosophy with the way that basketball runs it. It's kind of similar, and we're not – neither of us are hockey fans, but it's the same, like, best of seven mm-hmm. series. It's they are trying to be the best team wins. They're not trying to sell a story of any given Sunday, like in football, right? Or any given, I guess, what, Saturday in March Madness,
0: yeah.
1: um, where any team can win and pull out on top. There, it's kind of like the system where it's it guarantees that the best team will win. Because to win four out of seven games, you have to be the better team. Anyone can win once. Anyone can maybe win twice. But to win four out of seven, you have to be the absolute best team. So at the end of the season... At the end of the playoffs, at the end of the finals, you know that the champion is likely to be the absolute cream of the crop, the best team in basketball. Now, obviously, injuries happen, upsets happen, all sorts of things can go wrong with that formula. But the way the NBA has run so far, it's an 82-game regular season. So when you're you know ranking like seeding, right, so first seed, second seed, third seed, you know that after 82 games, if you have 60 wins, that was not a fluke. Mm-hmm. You are a great team if you win 60 out of 82. Yeah, games.
0: but in, in my scenario that I'm posing here, if mm-hmm. you have the most points, the most CDL points, mm-hmm. it's normally not a fluke because you're still going to win the most games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you get 10 points per win. So that would accumulate over time so you understand what i'm saying you still would be the best team if you had the most points you probably would need to win the most tournaments as well but to win the most tournaments you need to win the most games so
1: but so here's here's then uh, what i'm going with here so the nba is very different and you could agree than the cdl for example injuries happen in cdl i know there was a guy that retired because yeah zuma man yeah yeah he had a problem but cdl is not a physical sport for the most part you know that the roster you're heading in to a tournament is going to be the same roster that's going to finish that tournament right with the nba what happens when you get a team like the lakers and lebron and ad get hurt and or or, i mean even like it's closer to home for us game one nba finals Dragic and bam both get hurt and now they're out for the rest of you know what happens in march madness when it happens but March Madness is not the NBA finals. We're not, it's not even selling this goal of the best team will win. It's come on, step right up, see what team will make it all the way to the national tournament, right? Because we even see with, like, for example, draft picks. Isn't it national successful champions? Though? Yeah, but national champions are not always the number one overall draft pick, right? Because the NBA views the March Madness tournament as just a piece of the puzzle. It's not biggest deal in the world right so yeah for ratings maybe but for like fans of the game looking at it like oh we want to see the best team
0: win um i don't want to see the best team i want to see the best storylines come out i want to see the best moments in basketball Mm -hmm. a team's fighting for their season in just a short three game series instead of a seven potential game series you win the first two games that environment is crazy. If we see Game Two go down to the wire, and then we get a Game Three, that is going to be some of the best basketball we see because it means more. Every game means more. This format that I'm proposing, if we look at it from from the CDL standpoint, the way they do it is I'm, I'm Call of Duty League.com. I'm gonna read read a little section of it. The regular season will include five stages, each culminating of a major tournament. So they do like placement games, and then uh, three weeks of placement games, and then their fourth week is the major, sun- like championship Sunday. That's the major tournament. You get the most points for winning those. So when you reach there, during each stage, all teams will compete in five group play matches, which w- w- I was talking about the placement games, to determine their seed in each major. So then the the major seedings and and the points accumulated at the end of the season would directly translate to playoff. Seating. So that kind of answers the question of we're still seeing the best teams, even if you get one miraculous run, which is what the selling point would be that the Hornets could win one of these play in tournaments or regular season tournaments, but still make the playoffs and fall short. So it's it's kind of yeah. a perfect balance, in my opinion, where both of these worlds meet the March Madness and the CDL tournament styles meet and have like a perfect child
1: see so there's at least one thing where i can maybe agree with you if you want to make the regular season as this format um it would never happen let's let's be absolutely clear it would never happen because the nba is never going to leave this 82 game schedule in fact i know they were talking about maybe even extending the season not shortening it because they want to make more uh, placements on TV. They want to get more ads. You want to get more. more
0: you want to get more revenue. You want to get more money. Make it more exciting. This is a direct. Yeah, but listen, dude. On
1: one that. month, one month of revenue versus an entire what August to July of revenue. Like it, it does not compare. Even if each individual game is. Okay, but same thing. It's it's not. It, there, there's no way they can keep up. What 82 games just spread over in a tournament style instead of.
0: Yeah, it's just more entertaining regular season.
1: Okay, that's so what I'm that's, proposing. That's that's fine, but I again I doubt they will do it because it's a lot harder to. But you
0: see, you see promote from, that from, from 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 an outsider's perspective. You see why this is an answer to making the regular season entertaining it is, while still keeping professional basketball the way you like. Yeah, it.
1: it's an extremely creative solution. I would say that, but it's one that would be almost impossible to sell to a casual fan like oh what are you watching right now Oh, i'm watching a game of the miami heat versus the i'm watching the
0: spring tournament right
1: you're watching the the tournament tournament. i'm watching the eighth tournament where my team needs to get at least third place in order to get 25 points in order to To advance to the
0: playoffs that's it yeah and and you want that specifically building in to going into the playoffs you want that My team needs a three seed to advance. I need a three seed and another team needs a five seed to advance. I don't think that
1: casual NBA fans will accept that with open arms the way that you think. Because so? it's so much easier to say, okay, who? what are the seedings? Oh, this team won more games than this team. Okay, that team is in the playoffs. This one isn't. Whether instead of, oh, this team won third place in this tournament and eighth place in this tournament. So let me do the math and calculate how much points that translates into for seeding. You know, it's very different. Obviously, with something like CDL, it makes a little bit more sense because it's all calculated in front of you. They make things a little bit more clear but that's also the form of esports kind of gives itself to that format whereas basketball people just want to go and say whatever team has the highest score wins the game whoever wins the most games makes the playoffs yeah and then um when it comes to changing the playoffs to the best of three there's one really big problem and then one that's not a big deal so the really big problem is these players care about their legacies a lot and when you start looking at points in the playoffs, assists in the playoffs. Those are all time. That's how we rank all time players. And a lot of these guys care, for example, LeBron James, he cares to have the most playoff points, the most playoff assists, most playoff rebounds,
0: whatever. Right. So then I, you can keep the, you, I, I get the argument and you're saying, mm-hmm. keep the regular playoff format, just change the regular season, make it more engaging, make it more entertaining. Cause right now it's a drag. It's a dole and no fans are watching right now because th- those reasons <laughs> it's make it entertaining Put tournaments, and those tournaments mean something for your playoff seeding. And if you want to do best of seven, you can still do it. But just make the I'm just saying
1: making things more complicated is not necessarily more engaging. And I I get what you mean, because having some kind of tournament in the middle of the season for people to tune into is certainly an interesting prospect. But let me give you maybe a- counter that could still fix the problem but not be as drastic as um what you're proposing and that would be something for the lottery to have a play-in for teams getting higher picks maybe in the middle of the season maybe at the end of the season however you want to spread that out but where maybe you could play in for second-round picks or something, where it's not just you own these picks and you can trade them and then you have steepens rules and all of that stuff, but where teams want to be good to get better, where you have to compete for the opportunity to get – maybe top three, top five is protected so that we can still have the whole – the worst teams need a higher pick to get better. Yeah, but but... then
0: wouldn't you get like the Lakers
1: getting six-pick? Well, it's any team that's not in the playoffs would have the okay. opportunity to compete for this. Okay. So it, it would separate playoff teams and lottery teams, but then being the best of the lottery teams will help you get so over. So there the was edge.
0: still you're proposing that we'll still have an NBA lottery system where the top mm-hmm. five teams like win their picks, and then yep. the rest and then of everyone the teams else fight it out. plays
1: in for a tournament. So we could have another. Tournament. So what happens if, like, the Knicks, the,
0: the Knicks, for example, when they were really, really not looking mm-hmm. well a few years ago, they get like the sixth pick and they can't win a tournament, so they're <laughs> stuck in limbo.
1: But that that discourages tanking. So you're not going to just blow up a roster because okay. you want a higher pick. If if you can't get that top three, top five pick, you better be good enough to get a six <laughs> so that okay. you you don't fall all the way down to fourteen. You know. That's interesting, uh, and that'll keep cool. every team competitive enough where they want to win regular season games so that they can maybe have an easier time in this tournament, right? So maybe you can't be a 10 seed. Although even now, like that that play-in tournament, I think solved a little bit of the problem, but not 100%. It's a band-aid solution, right? So now it's like, well, you can't be a 10 seed because there's so much talent in the NBA right now. You're going to be an 11 seed. But now you're an 11 seed that gets to play the – uh, what, the 16 seed or the 15 seed instead of having to play the, the 12 seed who might be a lot better in that, this whole tournament that we're going to...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A, a possible solution that's a lot less drastic than just scrap an 82-game regular 82 game well, regular so season. My, 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 um,
0: my suggestion for the regular season is still going to be a lengthy season. It's mm-hmm. going to have... You're, you're going to have those placement games then you're going to actually mm-hmm. have to play these tournaments and then... Mm-hmm. Placement games again, tournament, placement games again, tournament, and you can have like a little week or two break mm-hmm. and obviously all-star weekend like we all like to see. So that could be a style. I still don't think it's outlandish. I, I do believe that if the NBA does consider this, I mean let me patent this and you can thank me later. Um but no, yeah. This is definitely a recipe for success in my eyes. A lot of changes could be made to the NBA. We both know that. We both know that that the regular season needs to be changed. And yes, you're saying we're <clears throat> we're looking at the playoff rankings and the playoff scoring, which mm-hmm. is what like players use to compare their all time greatness and all that stuff. So we can keep that. We could just keep the postseason normalized. Just how you get there, change it. That's what I'm proposing.
1: Yeah, I think that that's. Uh change where if they were to make something like that it would not be all of a sudden one year um <clears throat> okay guys no more regular season just a series of five tournaments and based on how you perform in those you get here if they started doing something like this and maybe the, the g league then like trial can, run yeah kind of maybe implement that but i still don't see a casual fan keeping up with oh well my team placed third in the last tournament well my they'll team they'll show in it in front of
0: it. before every broadcast they'll show mm-hmm. they'll they'll show it like they show the nBA standings you'll have certain amount of wins you'll be throughout the season you'll have like a, a regular season record mm-hmm. you'll be like thirty eight and ten total like we could say that and then you would have your tournament record which mm-hmm. is just keeping track of how many wins you can get in a row realistically? Yeah.
1: Now, again, maybe, and I'm trying to find a compromise where this like radical idea makes more sense. If they maybe shortened it to like a 40 game regular season, and then for the rest of the 42 games that they would have played, it's tournament style, maybe
0: something like that. Get um, into the swing of things before you're thrown into the fire. I like that. Yeah,
1: but because at least that way fans can see like, oh, my team had a 21 and well 19 record or whatever like so it's not just oh how did they come up with seedings oh from last year because the way that the nba does it it's every year you start fresh right every year mm-hmm. you start zero zero your division is the same your conferences are the same your schedule is randomized based on a set of rules right how many home games you could have how many division games so on so forth whatever right but it's standardized right every team starts fresh Yeah. Whereas this system would be very much like, well, if you won last year, you get to pick what you're going to or who you're going to compete against this year. And now you run into the same lottery system of, okay, well, how does the Knicks, who actually this year, the Knicks have been playing Mm -hmm. fantastic. So we can't even rag on the Knicks anymore. We have to pick a new target, maybe the Kings or something. Timberwolves, Timberwolves, uh, the Rockets lost 20 games in a row and a better record. Um, How do they improve? right how do they even have a chance of competing uh, against uh, top dogs like the lakers or the
0: clippers or the nets or all of that um it, the same odds of winning a regular season game mm-hmm. than a tournament so yeah. like it makes sense the better teams are going to go further in the tournaments more mm-hmm. often i mean we can yeah. get those cinderella stories where the minnesota timberwolves beat the los angeles lakers Not by chance happen. but it could <laughs> it could Mm-hmm. any any given tournament get coin that bro get, get the nba on this nfl kind of well, even the system. nfl
1: if you haven't noticed the even the nfl has a regular season it's yeah. not a tournament it's just a short regular season so it makes it more exciting to watch but even then dude games five through 12 are a lot less exciting than the first four and like the last four right no matter how you spin it, any regular season becomes a little more dull. In the so middle eliminate the idea game. of a
0: regular season and just play tournaments. I'm telling you, it's, it's the answer, Sam. Thank you, everybody who listened to this episode of Backseat Banter. Let us know what you guys think about this. We could potentially do more um, episodes like this where we just talk about changes that we think sports should do in general i don't know they could be fun I, I had a really good time debating talking about this trying to convince sam to to join the wave <laughs> um unfortunately he's being a little bit of a more of a realist rather than a visionary than i'm being right now but um yeah this has been another episode of Baxi banter hope you enjoyed sam thank you for joining me as always and we'll see you next time